Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively grow ingredients. That's right, drinksarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A.com. And you can check out their variety of flavors from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea to sparkling organic white ginger tea. They have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, Tulsi lime sparkling botanical, and rubus vanilla sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cirilla starter pack sampler gift. Drinksarilla.com. Try it today. Welcome to the Bullish Picks Podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hearer bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Great day, family. You are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, right here, streaming on your favorite podcast and platform, where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You've got stock market questions. I've got stock market answers. Tap in. Catch me on IG at Ask Blanks. All right. We're here. We're back. Another episode of the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, and the Sage of Trades, Mr. Christopher Scott. We're getting it in today talking about our outlook on Q4, Q4 2022. We talked about um, the performance of various sectors and asset classes over the year, as well as um, what we saw the performance being for 2021 to see if that benchmark is any indicator of what may potentially happen this year. Um, I know a lot of folks go with the old adage, sell in May and go away. I personally think that this is held true this year. There's been a lot less volume in the market. And I think that um, the, the, the market makers or the powers that may be, they're, they're making for opportunity to attract, right? Attract beaten down buyers back into the market because for a lot of folks this has been a rough year start of the year for a lot of people's portfolios they've taken a beating and um it's this article that just came out on um abc news it says what the stock market could look like for the rest of 2022 according to the experts i'm not going to read the whole thing just take a couple little uh, excerpts that i found interesting it says stock market woes will persist into the second half of the year but signs of hope will emerge for um, beat-down investors, experts told ABC News of their predictions. The stock market took a historic plunge over the first half of the year. Historic. And many of the same economic threats still loom as inflation remains sky high and the Federal Reserve pursues aggressive moves to tame price hikes by raising borrowing costs. That means volatility will continue to hammer markets in the coming months, experts told ABC News. But the major indexes will likely end 2022 higher than they stand now. As rock bottom share prices begin to promise a buy low opportunity that outweighs the risk of further decline, 
the expert said. As investors eventually jump off the sidelines, the market will stabilize and begin to recover, they predicted. All right. Now, over the first six months of the year, the S&P 500, um, which is the popular index, which is many 401ks accounts are pegged, plummeted 20.6%, making marking its worst half, first half performance of any year since 1970. So this year, the first six months was the worst start on the S&P 500 has ever been since the 70s, since 1970. All right. So that's really like 1969 and a half. Okay. The tech-heavy NASDAQ fell even further, dropping more than 28% over the same period. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped more than 14%. Okay, and they further go to say persistent threats to the market include inflation, ongoing interest rate hikes, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and a potential recession. In the short term, these looming dangers will put downward pressure on the stock market since market performance depends on the financial outlook of companies across the economy, experts said. So it kind of felt further support some of the things that Christopher and I have shared with you um, with our sentiment. But also the expectation is that they, these index still end higher than they are now. And that's why I was saying, alluding to earlier, I think it's baked into the system with Q4 performance to, to have people's enthusiasm be there. And notice with the formerly known as Fame, I think we could safely call it that, Christopher Scott, the uh, company, the, the uh, group of companies that Jim Cramer made famous, Fang stocks. You know, I don't know if we name it Mang now because Facebook is now officially meta. So I don't know if it's Mang or do we want to, some people want to swap, throw Tesla in there kick Netflix out, maybe we place Netflix with NVIDIA or something like that. I don't know, is it is it T-Fang or T-Mang now man. or? No, nah, man, we got to call that thing Tango, man. We got to add an extra A in there too. But the way that it breaks down is, you know, we got Tesla coming in hot, right? Especially they got another one for three split, man. They got another three for one, I'm sorry, yeah, three for one split coming in. They, they've done incredible year over year. Like, as much as people hate Elon Musk, you got to give it to him. The man's a genius. Um, then you got Apple. Then you got Amazon. I said we got to add an extra AMD in there. I'm talking about uh, AMD. For sure, AMD. Uh, you know, when you got uh, Lisa Sue coming in, beating, beating earnings and, and, and uh, EPS 15 times in a row, it's hard to, to deny a company like that, right? Uh, and then uh, the end, you got NVIDIA, and then you got Google, and then uh, for me, you add an O on there. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but uh, we have been talking about it. Actually, we alluded to it earlier at the beginning of the uh, of the podcast, and like you said last year, right, and like I said this year, energy is the number one sector in the market, right? And so over the past two years, I've been playing this company since twelve dollars. It's really, really. My first purchase was at like eight, but I didn't really, I didn't know what I had, and then I held it again at twelve. And that's Occidental Petroleum. Occidental Petroleum was bought it at twelve minutes to early trading at like sixty-five dollars, and it's been as high as seventy-nine bucks. So for me, that's the new. That's, that's old, the new thing. That's Occidental. Oh yeah, Occidental Petroleum. I like that, Chris. Guy say tango one more time for the for the listeners. Tango. Yeah, we got a little tango, man. A little, you know, get your dance moves going on. A little sauce, a little tango. And you say that's Tesla. One more time. Tesla, Apple, Amazon, AMD, 
we removed Netflix and we put NVIDIA in there and then uh, Google. And then on the end of that, actually, actually, All right, all right. Let me try to see if I get this right. Tango, Tesla. All right, Tesla, TSLA, Apple, APPL, Amazon, AMZN, Advanced Micro Devices, AMD, NVIDIA, NVDA, Google, G-O-O-G, or G-O-O-G-L, whether it's Class C or Class A, respectively. And then O for Occidental Petroleum, correct? Yep, ticker OXY. All right, all right. You heard it here first, folks. Mr. Christopher Scott, the Sage of Trades, has remixed Jim Cramer's famous Fang stocks and created his own version, which I think is a, a fresh perspective and very timely for where we are today. And that's the Tango, the Tango group basket of stocks. All right. So are we are we saying we're bullish on all the Tango stocks for Q4 of 2022, sir? And the 2023 and 2024 and so on and so forth. I mean, these are companies you can't stop, which is why you, you, you put them up there. Now, of course, we had a little bit of rotation, and that's why, uh, you know, Meta and, and, and Netflix, because they're going through transitions as well, had to be removed. But, uh, you know, when you got companies like that, we're talking about the top of the S&P. We're talking about the top of the NASDAQ. You invest in those companies forever. You know, a lot of people have been asking me, Ken, can we get uh, a one-on-one session with you? Absolutely. Not only can you get a one-on-one session, you can even do private group sessions. Give us a call, 313-744-3489. Private stock market workshops, webinars, one-on-one sessions, private group sessions, speaking engagement workshops, whatever you need. We have... We cover savings, banking, investing, real estate, credit, lending, taxes, insurance, and more. Give us a call. Bullish Institute, 313-744-3489. That's 313-744-3489. So here's one thing, because I got I know I have some, some colleagues who ride or die with Mark Zuckerberg. They ride or die with Meta. They think that it's the future. For sure, for sure. Um, I know it's an innovative company. We trust Zuckerberg to a certain extent. He's a rock star CEO who seems to be made of Teflon. No lawsuit seems to stick. And uh, people use meta products every single day of their life, multiple times a day of lives. They have a full reach on the 30 and up crowd with Facebook. And everybody 30 and under is on Instagram. And, and, and I know that TikTok is a is a, comp a competitor out there in that space. I know Snapchat, you know, compete for the social media uh, ears and eyes and attention and stuff like that. But as far as publicly traded, you know, Meta, you know, people use Facebook and IG all day, every day. But some businesses, brands, and individuals, it is their primary source of income or heavily uh, impacts their the way they 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 provide for their families and achieve their business goals, whether it's just not just from, you know, generating revenue, but also just from branding and influence and a number of different things. And, and I believe that, I believe that Facebook is here to stay. 
They 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 pioneered the, the Oculus glasses stuff. They renamed themselves, which is a bold move, renamed themselves, changed their ticker to talk about the future. They're making, a, I mean, they're putting their full, they're betting the house on this blockchain metaverse thing. And I've been seeing commercial advertising lately where they're trying to show the power of the metaverse and the type of things they could do with the glasses. And you could be in these virtual meetings and be doing virtual open heart surgeries or pra practicing this type of stuff. And, you know, just being very futuristic. And I'm wondering, is it all propaganda or is this, you know, are they showing some, you know, this is this some of the reality of what's out here? And if that's the case, I'm shocked that you will remove meta from your top prospect list. I know that the stock has been decimated um, within the last 12 months. It's had a 52 week high, I believe of 384. And last time I looked, it was trading around 180, which means it's 50% off all time highs. And I know in my heart and soul that I don't think Meta is going to go out of business at all, let alone anytime soon. I think this company will still exist decades from now and have even more products and services. They're sitting in a very strong uh, cash position overall. Um, and, I, and I think that Weather Store right now is, is 180. They're 180 and change. P.E. ratio 14.75. That's a very... Uh, very valuable company from a earnings perspective, beginning the 14.75 multiple. What we're going to do is we're going to take a pause for the cause, go pay a couple of these bills, give a shout out, show some love to our, some of our sponsors. And we'll be right back with more on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blanks Harrell. Stop in at Black and White Look Optical, offering quality and affordable eye care and designer frames for the entire family. One pair for $39 or two pair for $60. Spice your look with a new set of specs, whether you need them or not. Serving in three convenient locations in Metro Detroit. Call 248-557-6444. That's 248-557-6444. Black and white look optical. Stop in today. Today's episode is brought to you by the Pre-Market Movers. Check us out at thepremarketmovers.com. We are your number one source for everything Wall Street related, broadcasting to you live on social audio platforms worldwide. You can catch us on Clubhouse as well as Twitter Spaces, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays at 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out online at thepremarketmovers.com. That's thepremarketmovers.com. They have a gross margin of over 28%, operating margin 33.5%, return on assets 14.5%, return on equity for the tra trailer 12 months 25.5%, revenue $119.5 billion, which is flat for quarterly revenue growth year over year um, at, at a point, 0.9%, negative 9%, negative 0.9%, excuse me. Uh, EBITDA over 48 billion to the good, Quarterly earnings growth year over year down 35.5%. I know that um, you know, there's going to be some challenges from you know, they might have made a, a new acquisition or something, or I gotta look, I gotta see, I can't speak to I ain't gonna freestyle why they're down 35.7% in quarterly earnings growth year over year. But that is that's the only flag, the only blemish I see in this particular vehicle as I look under the hood. And I look at cash on hand, the balance sheet for the most recent quarter. $40.5 billion of cash relative to total debt of $16.5 So they have enough money 
they can go pay off all their debt to, twice tomorrow and still have $8 billion left of cash, almost $7 billion left of cash. They can pay off all their debts twice. They have an extremely strong cash position, very innovative and, and very forward-thinking, aggressive leadership. And again, I'm shocked that this didn't make one of your top prospects, even on a rebound play, and considering it's half off of all-time highs. Any, I like any... the play. Don't get me wrong, but um, here's the thing. When I make investments, I want to know that my money is going to continuously go up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and, th and the companies that I named out are the companies that I know are continuously going to go up, right? Facebook turned into Meta, right? They changed their name. They bet it all on the metaverse, right? Well, what I can tell you about the metaverse is that we're two to five years away from that technology actually being something tangible, right? As far as a metaverse, two to five years, I want to make money for the next five years, just like going to make money for the next 20 years, right? So I can find entry on metaverse within the next two to five years, you know, as, as, the, as the story starts to change and the technology starts to grow and expand and we really start tapping into that. But as of right now with the whole crypto metaverse space, like, you got to understand we're in the infancy of it, just like when Apple came out, right? They were making computers and all of that. Don't get me wrong, right? The original Mac has turned into something else completely, and that's still, um, you know, one of the top 10 products in the United States, right? But but, but it's it wasn't until the iPhone got in and they really started bringing people in with the community of, of products that connect with the cloud solution that they had to to link all of these products that we got to see apple really do its thing and we didn't really get to see that until the first apple iphone came out right and then we were there for the first apple ipad right and then the first macbook and then the first mini they went from making these big computers and trying to get into the software game to completely completely uh changing the game up you know but that was 10 15 years later right so facebook's in the middle of a transition and i wouldn't put anything on the list which i understand in the next 20 years of course they'll be green and a long sort of theme of things but i don't want somebody to be looking at me two three years down the line like man i put it in that facebook man i ain't make no money for 10 years you know i want somebody to make some money next week the week after that you know two three years down the line 10 years from now and still be making money on the same stuff that we're talking about today so that's where i'm at with facebook not that they're not a good play it's just I wanted to make something that's going to continuously make money and not kind of stall you out. My man. Okay. I know you would bring the heat, bring the heat. I'm not trying to make this a face off Friday or nothing like that, but I, you know, I would be remiss if I, you know, it's like, Hey man, I'm at least say something about meta, man. They ain't, they ain't terrible, but um, you're right. It, they have had some ebbs and flows. I think that a lot of the things that happen in the world, make it uh, well first of all the whole pandemic thing i think that had a major impact on both facebook i mean well meta and google's bottom line because a lot of their revenue was contingent from um advertisements and a lot of that was like mom pops shops and some of the businesses that was more affected you know and if, for a period of time if you weren't considered essential you didn't get no no real love couldn't even be open and a lot of businesses are trying to reclaim their customer bases, right? Some, some businesses, even big businesses, let alone the small ones, have been trying to reclaim their customer base because a lot of businesses do involve a face-to-face -face human experience, which the world has been trans, uh, transitioning away from to be more touchless and more cashless digitized society. 
but there are some businesses and services that undeniably need human to human interaction in some way, shape or form. So all that being said, um, some businesses may never made the industries and things that never may never come back around, may never come back around, may never rebound. It may never be a Santa Claus rally for them. And for others, they're just on um, like life support or they're just having certain challenges. There may be some quality opportunities out there. All right. And when I think about the future, I think that, you know, that's those are some tech heavy names we threw out. But Fang was a group of tech stocks to begin with. So we even with the remix. But when you think about the future and you think about growth, it's got to be in technology. It's got to be there because that that's what it's about. That whole industry is about innovation. You don't typically even see dividends paid from tech companies. That money is reinvested to what? R&D. They're always looking to create the newest, most fastest, you know, most efficient thing, whatever it is that helps make things easier for human beings to make, to make stuff happen, right? So when we look at these companies, these tech companies, where would these names and brands be 10, 15, 20 years from now? Or if you think it generationally, where would these names be 50 years from now? Could you imagine the innovation of a Tesla 50 years from now? I can't. I already think in 20 years, they've figured out how everybody can have flying cars that are solar powered and don't emit no, you know, it would be like the Jetsons or something. I could see Tesla being one of those companies to get us to the Jetsons level. Remember the Jetsons? Am I dating myself? Major myself? That would be But no. long-term perspective. It's 2022. I, th I, th I remember as a kid, I thought we would have had those hover, those Marty McFly hoverboards for sure by the year 2000. I just knew we were going to have hoverboards. We still ain't got the hoverboards. No, nah, they, they took them hoverboards and turned them into uh, what they do, took the Segway with the, with the stick off of them, and, and now they got the little the unicycle thing, the big tire, the unicycle no, thing. No, the one, you know, do you see the kids with them now? They just push forward on the little two, the little two wheels. Yeah, but they still on wheels connected to the ground. I thought the hoverboard was sweet because you was kind of like flying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I still got wheels on them. Yeah, those wheels still feel so 1980s to me. <laughs> I mean, I know they're battery power and they go. I mean, it's cute, but I've never had any success with those little hoverboards. They call it the hoverboard, but see, I remember the movie, so I, I, you know, I know the real hoverboard. We want the one that fly, <laughs> like Back to the Future. So, if any of you tech companies out there listening to us, uh, you know, that's what we want. That's what the people want. So, anyway, this has been another great installment of the Bullish Picks podcast. You guys have been in for a treat, getting our sentiment, the Sage of Trades, Christopher Scott. Breaking it down for you all, myself, Kim Blanks, Sorrell, and um, you know, none of this is considered financial advice. You don't have to make a move because we got you know making moves. But these are some things that are our watch list or our wish list, and um, we encourage you all to do your homework, 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 research, research, and develop an intelligent and articulate case of why you're bullish on a company. Something that you can be confident to share with a complete stranger or the person sitting next to you or even be able to look at yourself in the mirror and look yourself in the eyes and, 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 and know that you mean what you say about the companies based on your fundamental analysis and your technical analysis 
of what's going on. That being said, brother Chris, anything before we land the plane for this evening? Yeah, uh, for me, just just get your mind right, y'all. Uh, you know, being here and listening to the podcast is, is, is huge investment to yourself. And, and for y'all just being here listening, I know you're on the right path. That's the right way to start, right? But double down, man, double down, because there's going to be some amazing opportunities. There have already been some amazing opportunities in this market, you know, the real estate market. I don't know people that, you know, bought a house and within the past three years, they done made 250K in equity right and just having the house it's just 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 net positive on things just amazing opportunities this used car rally that's been going on you know two three years ago you can get a used car for 2000 now you can't find a 2006 for a toyota under about 10 11 so it's just so many different opportunities out here um education before compensation and uh peace and, and, and wellness and, and and like you said study 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 education before compensation, research, research, research. And then when you think you've done enough, you know, read one more chapter, right? Uh, take one more class, right? Listen to one more podcast. And, 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 that's, how, and that's how the growth continues. And, and that after that, you know, just, just not only implement, but execute. Because that's all it is, is research and execution. There it is. You, you already hear first, folks. We're about to go ahead and land the plane for this episode of the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Terrell, and the sage of trades, Mr. Christopher Scott. Remember, as always, each one reach one so we can teach one and make another one better. We out. Great meals start with Mount Sinai olive oil. Mount Sinai olive oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives, which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai olive oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at MountSinaiOliveOil.com.